Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and, <clears throat> and I'm bringing you today's word for September 24th, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled Grace and Truth. This is the third week of this series, brand new series. Uh, this is part 12 of the message. I'm calling this one Human Power versus the Power of the Spirit. So we've been looking at the teachings of the Apostle Paul to the believers in Galatia. We're going to go back to that again this morning. But before we do, our foundational scriptures are found in John chapter 1. So this is John 1 and 14. And when John 1 and 14, the Bible says, The Word became flesh, and He, Jesus, made His dwelling among us. Now we beheld His glory. He was, it was the glory of the only begotten of the Father who, come, who came, watch this, John said, full of grace and truth. All right, so John 1 and 17, the Apostle John said, For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Now the way that it was written, there's a comparison right there, right? It lends itself well to a comparison. The law given through Moses, grace and truth given through Jesus. So we've been studying this. We've studied Galatians chapter 3, half of it so far. We've studied most of Galatians chapter 4. And in yesterday's message, the Apostle Paul gave us a great analogy. I hope that you enjoyed it. He was using the two mothers of the children of Abraham. And uh, he, he used one to illustrate the old covenant, Hagar, and one to illustrate the new covenant, Sarah. And so let me make sure that you really understand what the point of that you know, analogy was, and then we'll continue to flow in the same vein today. So the point was that God gave Abraham and Sarah a promise. When he was 75 years old, she was 65 years old, that he would you know, be the father of many nations. And so they got this promise, they tried, and after 13 years of trying, uh, they got frustrated that basically they didn't have a baby yet. And so um, I don't know if you've ever had to wait on God for a long period of time. I, I know how frustrating it can be. And so they got frustrated and they came up with a plan B. So Sarah says, well, maybe this, you know, I don't know, this thing ain't working. So why don't you, Abraham, sleep with my, my, my servant, Hagar? And Abraham being a man, <laughs> Abraham was like, well, I, I, that sounds good to me. And so Abraham slept with Hagar uh, and they had a baby. And uh, that baby's name was Ishmael. And basically they came up with a plan B. So because they came up with a plan B, they wound up having an Ishmael, which was a baby born from human effort. And this was not the will of God. This was not God's best. Um, and uh, they didn't really believe God, right? So they got through that period. And, and I'm not going to get into the issue that happened between uh, Hagar and Sarah. And so they had a falling out. And so, you know, one had to leave. And, and so... Hagar had to leave and all of that. But then later on, uh, 12 years later, after waiting 25 years for the promise of God, Abraham and Sarah finally had a baby. And they had a baby by faith because he was about 100 years old and she was about 90 years old. And at that point, they had to believe God. This was not about human effort. This was about faith. And so they had a baby in their old age. This baby was born of faith. Uh, and so now you got these this great comparison between human effort and the supernatural so let's continue to flow in this vein this is galatians now chapter 4 verses 28 through 31 this is what the apostle paul said he, he said well look hey you dear brothers and sisters you are children of the promise now just like isaac now what he's saying is that he's talking to us as believers new covenant believers he said hey you guys new covenant believers are children of the promise children of of faith, just like Isaac, children that were born of a free woman by the grace of God. He continues and he says, but now you're being persecuted 
by those who want you to keep the law. Now you you're just like this child that was born free, but you're you're being persecuted by people who say, no, wait a minute, you got to keep the law. So he says it's just like Ishmael. Ishmael was a child born of human effort, and he persecuted Isaac. Isaac, the child that was born by the power of the Spirit. And so I love this analogy because Paul is saying, well, listen, here you have Ishmael and Isaac. Here you have Hagar and Sarah. And 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 you can see the animosity between the two groups. So if, in case you didn't know, um, the two children of Abraham, Ishmael, you know, and the descendants of Ishmael uh, started Islam. So, so you, here you have Islam, Muslims, and then the descendants of Abraham, Judaism. So you have this rift between Muslims and Jews, and this rift started with two women in a tent in the desert, and it's not going to stop until Jesus comes back. But he's saying, like, now you have Ishmael who persecuted Isaac, and just like that, you got people that are being persecuted. This is the weird connection that he makes. He says, you got people that are being persecuted who want to live by grace, and they're being persecuted by the people that are saying, nope, you got to live by the law. That you have to live under the bondage of the law. And I don't know what's, what it is about people who live under the law. They, like, they have like this dogged determination to not only attempt to live under the law themselves, but then to force everybody else to. And whenever you talk about grace and how God's grace is free and is unmerited and is undeserved, and God doesn't bless you because you're so good. God blesses you because he's so good. And we serve a good God. And God wants to bless you because he wants to bless you because he's so good. Man, religious people really get upset. They get upset and they're like, hey, don't say that, you know, and, and you got to keep the law and you got to do this. And you get, what are you doing, Rick? Are you telling people they can just live any kind of way? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. If you listen to what I'm saying, I'm not saying grace is a license to sin. I'm not saying grace means you're free to sin. I'm saying grace is, means you're free from sin by the power of God, by his unearned and amazing grace. And, and when you talk about this freedom, people get upset because they just want to be under this bondage of the law. And so Paul goes on to say, but what does the scripture say about that? Paul was referring to Ishmael. He says, get rid of the slave and her son. This is when there was this rift between Hagar, the servant, and uh, Sarah, the wife. When there was a rift, then the scripture says that Abraham and Sarah had, had a meeting and said, well, forget it this was going to happen. We're going to get rid of Hagar. And so what Paul is saying is just like Abraham and Sarah got rid of Hagar and her son. And I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying that's what that that's what happened. Paul is saying, let's use that analogy. Listen, get rid of Hagar and her son. Get rid of the law. Get rid of the bondage that is associated with the law of Moses. Paul goes on to say, so dear brothers and sisters, we are not children of the slave woman. We are children of the free woman. He's saying we're not under the bondage of the old covenant. We're under the freedom of the new covenant. This is this comparison. The law came through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So what does this mean to you today? Because obviously there's a whole lot going on there. But let me, I'll just give you uh, five things for you this morning. And uh, I apologize once again for the connection, but uh, I'll make sure that this message goes out. Listen, five things for you this morning. Here we go. Number one, Paul likens the old covenant to Hagar and Ishmael, a slave woman and her son that was born of human effort. So he's like that whole thing, slave woman, son, born of human effort. That's He's connecting that to the old covenant, right? 
Number two, Paul likens the new covenant to Sarah and Isaac. Sarah was a freeborn woman and her son was born by God's amazing grace supernatural power. It was all faith. They had to believe God. He was 100 years old. Paul says when he was about 100 years old, his wife was about 90 years old. He, he considered not the deadness of his body. Neither did he consider the deadness of Sarah's womb. He believed God. He believed that God was, was able to do what he said he would do. And so that's how we're supposed to live. That situation, he says, that's New Testament. That's, that's not works. That's not the law. That's faith. That's New Testament. This whole thing about human effort, plan B, coming up with stuff on your own, that's Old Testament. Number three, Ishmael's mother had problems with Isaac's mother, right? And then Paul makes a connection and says, just like Muslims have a problem with Israelites still to this day, there are law-minded believers that have issues with grace-minded believers still to this day. They had issues back then, Paul was saying, and they have issues today. Paul was like, man, there's people... Why is it that you have people that are so fixated on the law that you got people that are born again that had nothing to do with the law and, 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 and these law-minded believers are trying to make grace-minded believers get circumcised, you know, do works of the flesh as if the works of the flesh are going to make you right. No, there was an issue between law-minded believers and grace-minded believers back then. Guess what? There's still that same issue today. This just happened the other day where somebody was going back and forth we're not going back and forth, but, you know, basically attacking my wife on Facebook for a post about God's grace because this person is real, you know, just law minded and really upset about the fact that we're talking about the grace of God and how God's grace is free. No, you can't say that, Isabella. You have to do this and you have to do this and you have to do that and you have to do that. And listen, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you can get upset at me all you want, but you got to read what the Bible says. I'm not teaching anything that's not in the word. Number four, Sarah and Isaac represent God's free gift. It's the gift of grace. Hagar and Ishmael represent the bondage of the law. Now you get to choose which one you associate yourself with. Paul calls Ishmael the child that was born of human effort. Paul calls Isaac the child that was born of the power of the spirit. Now which one are you going to choose? Now I know I'm going to choose Isaac. So let me close with this. There came a point, number five, where Hagar and Ishmael were asked to leave. Likewise, the Bible says in Hebrews 8 and 13, talking about the new covenant. The writer of Hebrews says, by calling the new covenant new, God has made the old covenant obsolete. And what is obsolete is outdated and it will soon disappear. It's like, listen, man, the old covenant is outdated. The old covenant is obsolete. The old covenant has been superseded by a new covenant and it's the covenant of God's grace. Now, you got to choose. Which one do you want to live by? Do you want to live by human effort? Do you want to live by a bunch of rules or do you want to live by the grace of God? The choice is yours. You have to make that decision for yourself. As for me and my household, we choose grace. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, the more I read your word concerning the new covenant of grace, the more convinced I am of it. I no longer live by human effort. Human effort is limited and flawed. I live by your supernatural power. You use me supernaturally because you want to. Not because I earned it. You want to perform miracles, signs, and wonders. You want to extend heaven to the earth today. You want people to get a glimpse of your glory. You want people to experience your power. And this will never happen through human effort. 
This only happens through people who believe. So I declare that I am one of them. I believe and receive. You have already provided grace. I now provide the faith. The impossible is possible for me because I'm a believer and not a doubter. I walk by faith and not by fear. I have no limits because I do not rely on human effort or earthly ability. My ability comes from you. There's nothing I can't do because there's nothing you can't do and you live in me. So I enter this day ready to change the world by your amazing grace. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a big subscribe button. Subscribe, get the messages. It's going to be a blessing to you. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox for free. So sign up, get the messages. Listen, I don't, Paul did a really good job of explaining this in a way that you can't mess up. Here you have an, an example of human effort and bondage and slavery. And here you have an example of faith, supernatural. Even when it was humanly impossible, God did it. Which one do you want to live by? Do you want to live by just what you can do? Or do you want to live by what God can do? I choose God. I choose grace. I pray that you do the same. Do me a favor. Before you leave the screen, please share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I love you. More importantly, God loves you. God bless you.